Uh, I'm going to need you to, to mute your microphone, Sam. Not appreciate the extra noise that I'm hearing right now. I think you need to Joe record. Re- say, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Hot <laughs> on Your Loons. This is Joey. Can you say that? Maybe if I take the nook out of his mouth, he'll give a shout. Joey. Okay, well, this is not great podcasting. <laughs> it, it'll be the three J's soon. The three J's. Well, I, I guess I'll take it over. Welcome back to another episode of Pod on You Loons. This is Sam. Pod on You Loons, this is Justin. Pod on You Loons, this is James. Welcome, welcome back, back to the show. Been a while since we recorded an episode. And actually, the last episode, there were no J's. It was just me and the dudes from the Pacific Northwest. Back in the before times, before we were eliminated from the playoffs. Before we were eliminated from the playoffs, we were bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I know it still is soccer season, but as soon as Minnesota United was out, which was before the final whistle was blown, I was just, I was done. I think I texted you guys. I was like, can we not record either tonight or tomorrow? It was Thanksgiving. I was already home for Thanksgiving with my parents. And I was like, can we not? (laughs) Yeah, which is fair. No one wanted to listen anyway. We didn't want to record. No one wanted to listen. But now now we've got an exciting, hopefully exciting final, I guess, this week. I it's thought you were going to say the, the, the information we had was exciting, James. I thought oh, you were going to... We got I mean, a lot of, lot of good good news for the squad. There's a lot of there's a lot of news. I'll leave it at that. There's a lot and of I, news. I don't know what any of you guys are talking about. I've watched Love Actually twice so far. Okay. Like since Thanksgiving, since we lost. So have you actually have you actually watched any of the highlights of any of the other games, Sam, or do you no longer care about the playoffs? No, I uh, no, it's not that I don't care. It's just there's just too much going on right now. I I did hear the thing about, oh, what was the team that didn't have any players? Was that Philly? Philadelphia. Yeah, (laughs) I heard all of Philly got COVID. COVID. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I found out that the MLS has a goalie pool. Yeah, so, yeah. I did not know that before. Our mate, I big think Greg we was were close to Greg. having to go to it one time. So do yeah. they like pay a guy just to be ready to go? Is that what it is? Yeah, they pay. Uh, they pay Canadian Greg. You remember Canadian Greg? Shout out Canadian Greg. Canadian Greg's in the uh, MLS goalie pool. Didn't start actually against Philadelphia, but uh, he uh, he played for like five teams this year. Yeah. That was uh, that was wild. Learning that he basically got shunted from team to team as they needed him. So he was on the bench for the Philadelphia Union. Uh, he was their second choice keeper. So yeah, it was uh, it was bizarre, man. Do we it have was... that coming up in the notes? Like, is someone going to explain to me what happened with Philly and COVID? I couldn't find much information about it. I don't know if you guys have more. But a bunch of their guys got COVID. They had to. They only actually had seven people on the bench, whereas NYCFC had nine, so they couldn't even fill out a full bench. Uh, and they had to drag a whole lot of dudes in who were not their normal players. Jeez. And then, uh, yeah, lost in the 88th minute when uh, NYCFC scored. That was World Eastern Conference victory, final. I guess. Yeah, that was Eastern Conference. So New York uh, City FC uh, playing in the MLS Cup final. And from the West, it was Portland 
versus RSL. Hey, back to back to the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't know if it got fixed, but uh, there was like a news report that Philly only gave NYFC, NYCFC, excuse me. They only gave them 200 tickets for the away fans. Like they only gave them 200 tickets out of their 18,000 person stadium. And they like cited like they wanted to make sure they could get as many of their fans as possible. I don't know if that got fixed, but I that would be awesome if, if they went there and won. And I hope those 200 people had a great time. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> so, so basically the delve into the COVID thing a little more. They had 11 players that had to miss because of COVID, um, including their goalkeeper, their captain, three quarters of their defensive line. So they only had one starting defender. And uh, yeah, they basically barely had enough players. And also, and do we know, like, do we know if it was just unfortunate or like, did they all go to the glitter factory together and got COVID, COVID together? Were they trying to be careful, trying to follow protocols, or was ju- that just not mentioned at all? It's just not talked about. Hmm. So I don't know where they where they got COVID from or or where where it kind of came up, but uh, apparently they had a version of the sniffles was what their coach said. (laughs) So five starters, six bench players all had to miss, including their captain. So, Because, yeah, like if – I'm trying to think how I can phrase this. And and I get that there's no way to do this perfectly. I get that there's absolutely no way to do this perfectly. But this was the Western Conference final. If they were being idiots and all got COVID because they are being idiots, I don't care what happened to them. They're trying to follow protocol and just got really unfortunate. Then I feel bad for him. I almost feel like in a year like this, I almost feel like some sort of delay or accommodation should have happened. I get that there's probably a lot of layers with the union and broadcasters and all that for why the show had to go on. I get that. Well, but it was the Western Conference final. Eastern Eastern Conference. Eastern Eastern Conference final. Same thing. Well, as as someone who actually watched the Eastern Conference final. Uh, I wish they'd had a couple of days to make their cameras better because their camera quality was awful at ESPN. Like genuinely thought I was back in like 2010, 2011. It was absolutely terrible. And if you actually go back and watch the YouTube video highlights, you can see how bad their camera quality is, especially when you put it next to the Western Conference final. The Western Conference final looks nice and normal and good quality like you'd expect. And the ESPN cameras were just terrible like it actually was it looked horrible hmm. so i don't know what happened there but yeah and i don't know if that's espn's fault or their camera operators or whoever they pay to do that kind of stuff but yeah it it looked terrible and like people were complaining maybe they got covid and had to bring in those guys that we used to watch back <laughs> when backups. we were watching the belarusian premier league yeah back in the heyday of covid back in the early event. days so that was that was the East. Then we had the Western Conference Final. So we had Portland number four versus RSL number seven. Uh, Portland obviously winning through. Suck it, David Ochoa. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if he made a statement about how you know, like what was what was it like? Look where I'm at now. And yeah. uh, uh, one of those goals looked like it was his fault. Or actually, I don't know, both of them. 
Well, uh, one uh, one came off his back, actually. Ooh, that's uh, rough. Uh, it bounced off the post and then off his back and then into the goal. So technically, it should be an own goal. It's not counted as such, but it should be. And the second one uh, was mainly his defender's fault. Well, the league needs villains. And <laughs> Minnesota United fans and U.S. men's national team fans, because Ochoa was on the U.S. men's national team squad that was trying to qualify for the Olympics. It didn't happen. U.S. men's national team misses out on the on the Olympics again. And then he plays for RSL. He flops all over the place. Somewhere in between, he switched his allegiance from the U.S. men's national team to Mexico. And then he's flopping all over the place, kind of uh, gets a little backhanded comment by Adrian Heath. Adrian Heath made some comment months ago about he's got quite, what was it? He's got quite a bit of edge for not being very good. Yeah, that, that yeah. was because he punted the ball into the stands, right? That That's was, right. That That's was... right. He punted the ball into the stands. <laughs> that was the I celebration. I knew there was a reason we all hated him. Come on, Sam. That, that, <laughs> that's why. Yeah, I, I knew it. Like, And then I, and then you tried to fight Hassani, right? Like, that was... Yeah. Because they're... You don't they, mess they, with Hassani. They, like, knew each other, right? Like, Hassani went to go talk to him about, like, don't do that. And he was lipping off to Hassani. And you don't right, mess with Hassani. they were on the Olympic qualifying squad together. David Ochoa, he did not get a fan in me in that day. And and I am, you know, I, I I read his response of why he switched to, to Mexico. And I would love to believe it was because of his heritage and like growing up cheering them on. But they're all their keepers are like 35 years old, and all of ours are like in their 20s. So I know he he, you know, it, it was it's an easy thing for him to do, right? He's gonna go get some playing time, but I'm I'm very thankful that he lost because I'm not a fan. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, he's insufferable, I think, is the, is the word for it. Oh, man. Every, every league needs a villain. Yep. And that man is the villain. So with him losing, it means that the fourth seed Portland plays the fourth seed NYCFC in Portland. And there was a really interesting stat they were talking about, about how the bye week really ruins the first seed in the MLS. So they were saying over the course of, since the MLS has done the MLS Cup final, like 20 number two seeds and over 10 number three seeds have made the MLS Cup final because of the way the bye week is structured. Like it just is terrible for for number one seeds. Like how long did New York, uh, sorry, how long did New England go without playing? Almost two weeks, right? Three weeks? They went, it was they a, went long a long time. time. I remember because we had lost and we were out and I started watching Love Actually instead. And several days later, which to me felt like we hadn't played a game in months, you had texted me saying New England's about to play their first game. And yep. my response was the cup hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Nope. No, I think they literally played a week after us and we had a two-week break, right? Because of the international break. So they had they had almost three-week break. And they were saying it's that Portland were only the sixth team and NYCFC are now the seventh team outside of the top three to make an MLS Cup final. So it's very rare for teams outside the top three to make it to the MLS Cup final. And now we have two in the same year. So that's quite interesting. I think personally, 
it shows that being number one doesn't really, you know, do a whole lot for you. Which speaks a lot to our strategy throughout the year. Try being number four? <laughs> <laughs> or just not be number one. Yeah, I mean, I mean we yeah. finished fifth. I'm not saying the strategy worked out perfect, but... <laughs> Uh, we 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 could have done a little better, I think. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was it's bizarre. I think it's going to be a really good game, though. Like uh, the Golden Boot winner, I never remember his name, but he plays for NYC FC. He missed the final because he got a red card in Castil- the semifinal. Castellanos or something like that. I yeah, think. I think so. Yeah, he got a red card in the semifinal, so he missed the final. But now he's back in for the MLS Cup final. If you haven't seen it yet, there's a really cute video. They flew his mom up from wherever. I think he's from Argentina. They flew his mom up to like oh, to give him the golden boot. And uh, if you need a good cry, watch that video. It's it's great. It's great to see. You know, obviously, I mean, like any pro athlete, right? Like your parents are such a huge part, and to get to see your mom out of nowhere, that was really cool. So check it out if you if you need a good cry, everybody. Yeah, get emotional over Christmas. Now it was a good video. I saw that video. So yeah, that's the final. So yeah, Sunday, Saturday, cool. Sunday. I actually don't know when the final is. Well, James, come on, you're the one that's still in mid-season form. I'm clearly in off-season form. So it's it's Saturday. Saturday is the final. Yeah, Saturday. Okay, there we go. Everyone will watch it on Saturday. Mine as well. Can't watch won't Love be- actually too many times. I won't be watching it actually because it's our it's our third year anniversary on Friday. Oh, so congratulations! Uh, That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, so we go to a hotel on uh, Saturday night. So I, <laughs> I'm not sure I can get away with watching uh, the MLS Cup final. Any special city you're going to? We're going to uh, Nijmegen, which I have not been to before that regularly. So, yeah, I mean everything closes at five here, right? So, where like, is Nijmegen? Nijmegen is uh, a little bit closer to Germany than where we are. Okay. Hey, yeah, I I wanted to bring it up. Um, So, James, you were supposed to go to the UK for work last week. That was canceled because of the return of certain travel restrictions and all of that. What's it like in Europe right now? Uh, It's We're going back to kind of the lockdowns that we had last year. So... You know, all of our restaurants, everything closes at five. Uh, the only shops that are open past five are like supermarkets and petrol stations or gas stations. They're open till eight, but everything else is closed at five. You have to wear masks everywhere again. You have to have one and a half meter rule. Um, Austria and Germany have introduced the 2G rule which is you either have to be vaccinated or you have to have recovered from COVID to be able to get in anywhere. So being unvaccinated now means that you can't get in anywhere. You have to be vaccinated or recovered. So they're having a bit more of a harder line than we are. But uh, yeah, it's not looking good, man. We're kind of locking up shop. I'm not sure we'll get out of it before Christmas either. So that's a bit of a bummer. Yeah, I I mean, so... Minnesota has quite a high rate of COVID right now. It's kind of our turn, I guess, um, unfortunately. 
I haven't noticed too many changes. I'm seeing more people wear masks. I'm definitely seeing more people wear masks. I live in the West suburbs. The West suburbs, I think, have always been pretty good at wearing the masks. But like during during the mandates, I never didn't see anyone with a mask. You heard all those stories on social media about people throwing fits and things like that. I never saw that once. But definitely when masks stopped being mandated, a lot of people took them off. Now I'm seeing them more. That's about it. Uh, I don't know, Justin, have you really seen a difference much or? Well, I had COVID. That's right. That was was something else. And then when I had it, all of a sudden I kept hearing about other people having it. So uh, I definitely could feel, you know, as as I was a part of the statistic that that COVID was flowing through our state, uh, not being able to smell anything is really weird. Uh, we were going through our fridge and like, just to try to figure it out, like figure out if I had, like if I could smell anything and like horseradish, I had a, a, a bottle of horseradish to my nose, nothing. So, but anyway, other than that, I mean, I, people were wearing masks. A lot of stores have the word if you're not vaccinated, but, if if you are vaccinated, you don't have to wear one. But a lot of people, I think, are still choosing to wear masks. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I, I was always wearing one, even when we didn't have to. Um, yeah, same same here. Just I honestly, it kind of felt started feeling weird not to have one on. Yeah, I I also had that. Uh, I had that feeling a couple of times where we went places, and I uh, I either forgot my mask or they were like, "Oh, you don't have to wear one in here." It was just. Uh, it was kind of bizarre. So does that mean, Justin, you got all the uh, kitty litter? Was that uh, was that your job because you just couldn't smell anything, so it didn't really oh, matter? Oh, man. Uh, it was also helpful because uh, we, we adopted my brother's dog. Uh, and one of the things I've always kind of had against the dogs is that they smell a little bit more than cats. Uh, so I was able to kind of get used to her and shower her with affection and her nasty dog farts and not be, like, grossed out by them. But yes, also I was on uh, cat cat litter scooping duty. My wife is allowed to make all the smelly foods that she likes to eat, so uh, she did that. So it was it was you know it was there wasn't all bad in the situation. You had some compromises. Yes, for sure. What smelly foods does she like to eat? Unpopular opinion, maybe. I hate the way that broccoli and cauliflower smell when they're being cooked. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So I I don't, but I can understand why people have that. Yeah, I understand that. I mean, I still I still make broccoli, but I don't love the smell when it's being cooked. Yeah. What else? Just her cooking a whole lot of broccoli. That's it, man. <laughs> she she gives me a lot. She gives me a lot of gripe about this that she doesn't get to eat broccoli and cauliflower because of me. So I you know, I, I was thinking you were going to be like tuna sardine sandwiches or something like that anchovies <laughs> no, and microwave fish she just really wanted to microwave some salmon and you know like that was just something she really wanted to do but i kept getting in the way of that what's that stinky cheese like limburg <laughs> limburger cheese limburger <laughs> just melts that on top of though though <laughs> no no lie though like probably the the, the scary thing though is like i've I didn't realize how much I use my sense of smell to like, you know, check everything, right? Like check, can I wear this shirt again? Or can I, you know, yeah. like, am I, am I, what is my, my smell like, right? Am I foul? And 
you know, like it was, it was, it was kind of interesting, right? Smelling your hands, right? Like make it, I don't know. Right. So uh, you it was just weird. go full middle school and just buy a thing of Axe body spray and just yeah. <laughs> yourself constantly I just like, in case. I like washed my hands so much that they like dried out. Like that was basically like I was just washing my hands way too much. Wow. That's weird. Yeah. It's not something you think about, eh? When you when you think about you hear about people losing their sense of smell. It's not Yeah, I guess you're right though. Wow. Yeah, well, I assume your sense of smell is returned. Yeah, yes. Well, I'm ver- I'm very fortunate. I-, I know some people that haven't had it come back yet, so I'm very fortunate. Well, listeners, I can't promise you how many off-season episodes there will be, but I promise you you'll get all these fun topics. Smelling things, romantic comedies, all types of good stuff. We do have a couple of possible signings i don't know because like you hear that the team's interested in them but then you hear that these guys are also linked elsewhere and you hear that no one really knows if a deal will happen a brazilian forward rafael navarro uh sounds like we've kind of given up on him he's getting some european interest so probably not going with him looking towards someone named is it vitor gabriel from flamingo now yep so we, we have our eyes down in Brazil. Okay. We also have our eyes in Honduras. Midfielder Kevin Ariaga. Have our eyes over there. That would be great. Hearing some conflicting reports as well. Um, yeah. I think I think at the moment it's just rumors. Rumors and rumors and no one really has anything superbly concrete. But like this is being reported by... I think it was Andy Greeter has been has been talking about it. I don't quote me on that. I think it's been the big guys, right? The Pioneer Press, the Star Tribune. I feel like they have been linking us to these people, meaning that there is something there. It's not like Sam from Pod on Your Loons just had a hunch and gets out on Twitter and starts a rumor. But yeah, no, no one really knows how far we are on this. I bet those underground dudes have been getting in on this too. Again, I'm in I'm in off season form, guys. <laughs> the listeners can't see this. I literally have a baby with me. I have a baby in one arm and a beer in the other, and that's just how I'm rolling tonight. Yeah, that's why we did the notes, or I did most of the notes. I, I did a lot of it. Like, I I did all these weird roster rules, like coming up the Charlotte expansion draft. That was totally me that typed it in. It's true. By December, the Charlotte expansion draft is coming up. Yeah. That's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. We need to protect 12 players by December 13th. The draft is on December 14th. Should be kind of cool. And then the it's such a weird timing because the the MLS Cup final is December 11. Then there's that like weird half-day trade window that you get, which is December 12. Then we got to finalize rosters by December 13. Then Charlotte drafts on December 14. And then free agency begins December 15. So basically, as soon as the MLS Cup final finishes, there's four days of ridiculous amounts of activity. There has to be, because then you got the holidays, and then a a lot of their contracts expire at the end of December. So you got to just go for a mad rush right there. Yeah, and some exciting news also from today, actually. This is breaking news today. Look at us. Uh, 
MNUFC2. Minnesota United FC2 will join MLS Next Pro for its inaugural Ooh. season next year. Inaugural, nice. Uh, so it's coached by Cameron Knowles. So some listeners who have been following Minnesota for a long time, he was a first-team video analyst for Minnesota United, I believe, was what his job title was. But he spent nine years coaching at Portland Timbers. He coached Portland Timbers 2, uh, took them to a to a championship in his first year in 2018. But uh, MLS Next Pro is the step between MLS Next and the MLS. So it's kind of the middle stepping stone for, for young talent. 21 teams uh, are going to be in the inaugural season. All of them are MLS associates. Uh, but they have said that other clubs are allowed to join as well. Not like not affiliated to MLS teams. Well, Thomas Chacon is going to tear it up there. I cannot wait to watch. I hope it's like in an accessible stadium. Like, like I hope they play at Armstrong High School. If they play at Armstrong High School, I will be at every game. I want to see Fred tear it up. I just want to see oh, yeah. Fred, Fred finally, you know, because he's just been under wraps for so long. Big Fred, Thomas Chacon. Big Fred. Oh, man. Not Could, Patrick Wea, Womp Womp. Yeah. Uh, that, that's in the notes. That, that's later on. Yeah. I, I mean, it's literally it's, next. I mean, you, you wanted to ask us if there could be a better name than Minnesota United FC, too. I I don't think that this league is going to be marketed a lot. Like, I, <laughs> like I, I heard some people saying, like, oh, this is sucky for the USL that they're losing all these MLS2 teams. No, it's not. Those games were boring to watch because they didn't have any, like, you'd have like 20 people watching Toronto FC2. You'd have like 20 people watching wh- whoever Portland 2 was, or it was just boring. Uh, New England 2. It, it, all the two teams were boring. This isn't going to be that fun of a league. It's not going to be like watching the G League for the NBA where you get some excitement in it. It's just not. It's for the nerds. Right. And and we're nerds. We want to see Thomas Chacon. We want to see Fred Emmings. Like we want to see all this. So we're probably going to be watching. We're going to be paying attention. We're going to be excited about it. That's why I hope it's at Armstrong High School, because that's like a mile away from my house. I'm excited. I don't think most people are. So I don't care what the name is. I saw someone on Twitter suggested MNUFC2 Electric Boogaloo was was a good one. (laughs) I, I like that. But yeah, speaking of Patrick Weyer, uh, the man underwent ACL surgery last week, week before. So he is out for most of 2022, which once again leaves us with one striker on our roster heading into a new season. It's like deja vu. We're back again. We got one. We got one striker. At I, least this time he's an actual striker, though. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I mean, hey, in no disrespect to Foster. But, right, like, Foster we brought in from the USL. Who knew we brought in from Liga Un? So, I, yeah, there is a difference there. There is a difference there. True. So, I, I mean, overall, you got to say, on the striker front, we're in better position now than we were this time last year. Cause for concern, though. Yeah, another Breaking cause for concern. Out of another, Argentina. Another Not, cause for concern. Nice segue. And I, I want to preface, we're recording this Monday night. I don't know what's going to happen with this. 
the club released a statement that here, let me, let me see if I can find the actual statement that the club released. Generic, so, generic, generic. Uh, we're waiting for all the things to come out. <laughs> yeah, we're not saying anything, basically. That's because it. Emmanuel Reynoso allegedly, or he's being accused of hitting a 16-year-old in the face. Pistol, pistol? pistol whipping. Pistol whipping yep. the 16-year-old. Down in Argentina. Turned yeah. into a, it was a party that apparently turned into a gang fight. And uh, he apparently, allegedly, hit a 16-year-old in the face with a pistol butt. Uh, MNUFC's statement is, we are aware of the alleged incident involving Emmanuel Reynoso. We are taking this matter seriously and are in the process of gathering as much information as we can. We have no further comment at this time. Yeah. And, you know, the three of us haven't talked about this, but if we were to be the type of podcast that release statements, I would just copy and paste that, put our logo on it. I, I don't know what else to say. I hope Emmanuel I mean, early is not say. a bad person, but I hope I hope that there's more to this story. And but if, but if there's not, there's not. I yeah, I think uh, the next couple of days will kind of it'll come out in the wash, right? Yeah. On a much lighter note, uh, I would love for all the people at home to know that the noises they're hearing are uh, Joey is snoring in Sam's yeah. arm right now. So it's the cutest thing ever. Sam's got a baby that is. Has got a, just some 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 little snoozing happening. So, those are the noises you're hearing, folks. Yep. Again, off season form. So, steering away from Renoso, uh, briefly, we had uh, just checking in with some old Minnesota United players. Darwin, gosh, you, you covered everything. You covered, yeah, everything. man. There was a, there was a lot of news to hit up. Actually, I also missed one of the old players, but I'll loop that in. Uh, Darwin Quintero left Houston Dynamo. Doesn't look like any other MLS club has really picked up any interest. Uh, he's apparently been slated for Liga MX, so he sh- he'll looks likely he's heading down to Mexico. So he was leaving MLS. Uh, Romana Billa, my man, uh, had his option declined. By DC United, uh, so he's free to go wherever he wants to on loan, and uh, maybe he'll go to FC Utrecht so you can get a second chance. Maybe, maybe he will. James's second chance at love. Uh, <laughs> is it love? Actually, I, I mean, you talked about him all the time. Yep, uh, sure did. Also, Christian Ramirez has been absolutely on tear in Scotland. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, and I, I've said I, I had a FIFA save with Aberdeen uh, several years ago. I feel like that would be a fun, that would be a fun jersey to get, to just get like an international jersey, get it for Aberdeen. I'm passing off the baby now. So bye bye, Joey. Thanks for making your podcast debut. I think that that would be a fun, like just international jersey to wear. Not a lot of people in Minnesota probably know who Aberdeen is. A lot more do now. That's for sure. Yeah, there's a there's quite a few people who who I follow who also follow Aberdeen's page now. So it's clearly it's clearly gaining uh, gaining traction. I mean, the man scored two goals last week and has just been just been absolutely loving life. To be honest, so good on him. Good on him indeed. Good on him indeed. Speaking of Europe, ah, oh, it's all the segways, man. This is. 
I'm just loving. This is my segue. Yeah, you cram. Seriously, I I feel bad, James. You put a lot of work into this. And, <laughs> it's uh, a lot of news. <laughs> this is what happens when we don't report. Uh, we don't record for a couple of weeks. Uh, so, speaking of Europe, to bring back to the U.S., Pep Guardiola uh, has apparently been penned to join NYCFC as a coach in 2023 when his time at Man City comes to an end. This was uh, breaking last week. There was, uh, I'm not sure if this is 100% true. There was a rumor. There was uh, kind of things flying around. I I didn't realize it was this soon. I thought it was just like when the time comes, like what we hear about Messi and stuff. Really? Apparently this is... 2023? uh, Yeah, this is... Quite quite soon, apparently. Uh, from what the from what they've been talking about, yeah, I'm I'm reading Sports <laughs> yeah. Illustrated right now. I'm yep. sorry, James. I just didn't believe you. <laughs> That's so good. My guess yeah, is there's right. a lo- there's a lot of money coming in. His yeah, there has move. to be. Also, you know, they're they're owned by the same people, right? Right. The City Football Group. So it makes sense for them to keep him, kind of under. Under the same umbrella. Which is why what I do we think, think we're all Portland fans going into the cup. Yeah. <laughs> we have to be like cheering for also Western Conference. is like cheering for City, and no one wants to cheer for City, so no. So what do you what do you guys think? Do you think he'll be good for the MLS? Do you think he'll like he'll definitely bring in people, I think, because they'll be interested, but do you think he'll be able to adapt? I, I guess it depends on how all in he is, right? Like you see, you see people come over players, coaches, whatnot. When people come over and they understand the challenge that they are coming into, right? You've seen a lot of success, but when people come over kind of thinking, Oh, I'm taking a little step down. It's going to be a little easier. I'll go to some NBA games. It'll be fun. That's when things don't work out as well. If it works out, Right, like the league needs names. the ne- The league needs the big names. Needs the villains. That's why you know. As much as I dislike Ochoa, I love to dislike Ochoa. Someone like Pep Guardiola coming in, making NYCFC equally hated. You know, giving us similar feels to how we feel about Manchester City. That's all good for the league. Will I believe that he's in and 100% committed and not just doing it for the money and all of that until it actually happens? Yeah, I guess we'll see, right? Like there have just been too many examples of big names from Europe that don't pan out. What do you think, Justin? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I I guess what's the league going to be like in two years? So part of me thinks that they're trying to make MLS bigger than it is right now. And I think that having a coach like him might help. You know, think about this too, right? When when was Messi supposed to show up? Is that 2023? Like, is that 2024? I can't remember. Do you guys remember what year that was? I don't know. I, I feel like maybe they're trying to they're they're having another go at trying to get more people interested because I think a lot of who they need to understand that they need to try to get interested are the people that are already fans of soccer, right? So soccer is huge everywhere. And I, I know a lot of people, Sam, and I know you're you're probably in the same boat. We know people that aren't MLS fans that are EPL fans that are, you know, fans of, of worldwide soccer. and Right, that um, live in a city that has a team that they can go watch and support yeah. and has a great atmosphere. I, I think it, it, it might be a good idea, but 
this there's good name recognition and and maybe even like announcing it now as a way of trying to get people interested now right like oh like maybe you should pay attention to mls because you know messi's linked uh pep guardiola's linked you know maybe pep just wants to go sit courtside at at, at nba games like adrian hanu and because <laughs> Griezmann, right? Griezmann's coming over next year, so maybe they're yep. going to go over together or something. Yep. So the Messi, the Messi thing might take a bit longer, considering that it was supposed to be a transfer from Barcelona to into Miami, uh, and then there was the possibility that he would go to NYCFC as part of a deal where he would go to Man City first. Where both of those things aren't happening, so uh, it depends what PSG want to do. But he does he does want to play someday, quote, in the MLS. I mean, so. who wouldn't? We have the NBA games. We have the NBA games. And we have, you know, we got New York. I've seen Adrian Hanu's Instagram. He's just, he's moosing. He's got his family over. He's just chilling. <laughs> he's watching basketball games. He's going to, like, musicals and stuff. The man's just, uh, the man's just having a good time. Yeah, you'd have to. All right, we're almost done with news. There's two more things. I'll, I'll go through this one very quick since yeah. this is my this is my hometown team. Ford Madison found a new coach. Of course, they fired after one year. They fired former Minnesota United head coach and founder of the Wonderwall, Carl Craig. They fired him after one year because they did not make the playoffs. They hired a guy as their new head coach and technical director, Matt Glaser. Glaser, Glaser. I'll figure that out eventually. Again, yeah. off-season form. Seemed like, oh, I think he was like an assistant at Real Salt Lake for a bit. But he's a relatively young guy, not that much older than me. He's maybe late 30s right now. So, wishing the best for him. Ford Madison has a fantastic USL fan base, and hopefully he's the one that can kind of make them compete with the Union Omahas of the world. The Union Omahas, the Greenville Triumphs. No reason that Madison can't be a USL powerhouse, especially in League One. But he is uh, the goalkeeping coach. He was the goalkeeping coach of Real Salt Lake. Very cool. And last James, news. Let's, let's talk about the team that you're a co-owner of. They have some news. Yes. And then, guys, we promise we'll get to some discussion when I say some discussion, I mean some discussion because we're in off-season form. So go for it, James. Uh, so Minnesota women's soccer team, uh, they came out with their final three names. Voting closes uh, 8th of December. Uh, the investing closes today, actually. So if you're already listening to this, it might already be too late. They came up with three names, Arctic Minnesota FC, Minnesota Aurora FC and Minnesota Foxfire FC. There's all branding and stuff on Twitter. MN Woso, if you want to go check it out. Uh, I'm personally going to vote for Minnesota Aurora FC because I think that's the coolest one and I have the best looking logo. How are how are you voting? Uh, when I are will you get voting? Sent, uh, I will get sent a document tomorrow morning my time. Okay. Because uh, the investment round closes tonight at 11.59 p.m. EST. Okay. So they're basically going to send out uh, things on the Tuesday, the 7th, and then voting closes Wednesday, the 8th. 
Sam, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot right now because I'm on the web website. If I sign up tonight, will you sign up tonight to be a part of this experience? Why don't you text my wife and ask? We have three hours, seven minutes, and forty-four seconds, Sam. Oh, it would be fun. It would be fun. I spending a hundred dollars just without asking my wife couple of weeks before Christmas or a few weeks before Christmas. That just doesn't seem. Sam, you, you get a scarf. I know you get a scarf. You do get a scarf. I haven't got mine yet. See, obviously. Like, Sam, I've, Sam, I've been with you before when the opportunity to purchase or to earn a scarf has arisen and you are one to take that opportunity. I, I mean, all I did was sign up for a free subscription to the Star Tribune that I forgot free? to cancel. <laughs> 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 do it guys do it's it a, the team it was a great summer scarf though right sam it, yeah it was great and scarf. we we use it we needed it so it's not a big deal i'm not gonna do it right on the spot i'll go upstairs and i'll talk to sarah i'll be like is this something you're up for if we weren't spending so much money on daycare and about to double that come january 2nd i would be right like daycare guys daycare is like 350 a month per kid not even at an expensive daycare. Like at a normal daycare, it's like that expensive. So not, sorry, I said 350 a month. It's 350 a week. 350 a month sounds reasonable. 350 a week. I was like, 350 a month? Why are you not already buying a yeah, buying no, a, no, buying like, an investment? And so I'm, I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> for two kids in daycare, I'm going to be spending like $700 a week just on daycare. So you're right. That's. $100 is just a fraction of that. Sarah will never even notice. Except when she goes back and listens to this episode. Hey, Sarah. <laughs> it wasn't us. It wasn't me. Put it that way. Justin, who are you? I already know what you're going to vote for. You're going to vote for your dog's name. Aurora. And, and also, uh, those, I guess, oh, am I not allowed to talk about the things that I've seen? James no, no, no. Like the, the logos are out there. Yeah. Okay. The logos are out there. The Aurora stuff looks the best. I mean, that what a great, great badge. That's the yeah, best that badge really of three. Cool. Yeah, and I mean, like like Sam said, the the Foxfire looks like the MK Dons, and the Arctic Minnesota just looks like the Rapids. It's just the diamond. And all I can think of is Firefox, Mozilla yeah. Firefox. I don't want to hate on any of it because I think they did a good job with all of it. I think Aurora FC is by far the coolest in in terms of name and in terms of the branding and the logo and all that. Minnesota Arctic, I didn't really care for because we're actually not the it's Arctic. Actually, it's Arctic Minnesota FC. Same. They thing. put the Arctic first. But but like we don't have polar bears. We're, we're not in the Arctic Circle. Like I get it. It's cold here, but it's not like as cold as Canada. I don't know. So I I wasn't a huge fan of Arctic. The the Foxfire, the story behind that sounds pretty cool. Apparently, Foxfire is the English translation of a Finnish word for like when the sky looks really cool. No, it's uh, to do with mythology. There was a uh, fox that had a tail of fire that basically laid out across the sky that kind of looks like the northern lights and the aurora. That's where it comes from. Okay. I think that that's so they cool. Were why didn't they just use the Finnish word though? Like we have Finns here. We got Lud. We got, I mean, we had Ritella. 
<laughs> we had Rotella. Like they could have just used the Finnish word and then just recruited a bunch of Finns. Like that would have been sweet. Yeah, I don't know because probably the Finnish word is ridiculously unpronounceable. Would be my assumption. So is Rotella. Like we'll just do our best. <laughs> yeah, I guess they wanted a more marketable name. Uh, well, okay. Okay, well, we'll, we'll kind of get into things. We'll get into things, Justin. I'll text you. I'm putting in my personal if- information right now, Sam. So, peer pressure. Yeah. I wonder if Sarah wants that for Christmas. I haven't gotten her a Christmas gift yet. And I actually don't get know her, what get to her get her. Scuff. <laughs> get her a scarf. So, it, w- it would be called... It would be called Minnesota Tulico FC. Or Minnesota Tulorepo FC, depending on your pronunciation. Also, the fact is it's actually called Firefox as well. Yeah, like, that's, that's awesome. The English translation is Firefox. But um, the it's the name given to the Northern Lights, which are called Foxfires in Finnish language. So it's, it's a little play on words. It's really cool. It was probably a really nice try. Uh, that that's one where it's like a for effort a for effort really nice try sounds awesome yeah if if not for that stupid browser in the mk dons like that would have everyone's vote but yeah and to be honest like what they did actually it's funny that we talk about it because that logo the inner bit is supposed to be like the fox's head yeah I, yeah, and I then they used that for they were like doing a like a kind of thing where they would show like prototypes and they had that fox's head making up the numbers on the back of the shirt so like a bunch like a whole load of mini fox's heads making up the numbers on the back of the shirt which actually looked quite cool but i can't yeah aurora is just a better name it it all looked cool all three designs all looked cool and like the sample apparel they had it all looked cool i'll be happy with any of them and it got, gosh, Aurora seems far and away to be the one. If Twitter is real, which many times we have seen that Twitter is actually not real, but if <laughs> Twitter is real, Aurora will run away with it. Who knows? All right, guys, let let's let's move forward. We're at we're over fifty minutes now. Let's just kind of move forward. We are saying goodbye to a lot of players. Free agency begins on December 15th. We are saying goodbye to quite a few. So the guys were letting walk. Jan Gregish, which that opens up a DP spot. That opens up a DP spot. We still technically hold his rights. We still could try to trade him on the one-day trade window on December 12th. But either way, he's gone. We have an empty DP spot. Ozzy Alonso, 36-year-old. He's been making $322,000. It sounds like the loons have been exploring ways for him to return, but he is going to hit free agency. I know in past years, they were talking about even bringing him on to the coaching staff. I can imagine Seattle might be interested in that too. I don't know. Yeah. Finlay, 31-year-old, making $450,000. I guess we offered him a contract but he is expected to test the free agent market may or may not be yeah. back. I, I I mean, it's not looking great. And, and Finlay is one of my favorite players. So if he's gone, 
uh, I'll, I'll be extra sad. And then Ja'Cory Hayes, the final free agent, we just haven't heard anything. We just haven't heard anything. I, I don't know. So those those four guys, do you have feels? You feeling anything or where you at? Yeah, I mean, I think Aussie, Aussie and Finlay, we both, we both tried to explore ways to get them back. Um, but like you said, I think Finlay's definitely wanting to test the free agent market. And I, and I kind of don't blame him. I think when we had a lot on the left and he was on the right, I think, uh, he, yeah, I think he had a good amount of playing time, but then we kind of shored up a front four and he doesn't really fit in that front four. And Adrian Heath is not known as the most substitute happy coach in the world. So I don't blame him for, for trying to get uh, opportunities elsewhere. Uh, yeah, Gregush, I mean, we can try to trade him, but, you know, when you're trying to trade players, you usually try to make them look good, right? Before you trade them to make them <laughs> to make them seem better than maybe what they are. We just haven't played him at all. Just show people uh, the, the bicycle kick video, right? Like that, you'll just send that out to people and be like, hey, look what he did in training. Good stuff. He still got it. Yeah. Um, DP spot opening up could be interesting, though. Um, see what we can do with that. Yeah, and I'm just interested to see what happens with Ja'Cory Hayes. Like, literally just heard nothing about him at all. I don't know if that's a good sign or that's a bad sign. Heath loves him. Like, you could tell he's he's high on Heath's list, so that's that's surprising to me. Uh, I think I, I I bet we find a way to get Ozzy back or he goes somewhere else, you know, to con- like a contender. I know we're a contender, right, but maybe a better contender. And... um. Finlay, like, you know, he's 31. Not a lot of t- not a lot of gas left in the tank, and I'm sure he wants to start somewhere. So give him that opportunity. If it doesn't work out, I uh, would love for him to continue to be a super sub for us. If not, it allows us to give more time to the likes of Nico Hansen and potentially bring somebody else in. But, you know, I, I, I think, I mean, he's not going to start here, right? Because our optimal lineup has a lot on the right and has Fregapane on the left. Um, and he ha- he would have to come off the bench here. So hopefully, you know, he can find what he's looking for. If not, we'll gladly take him back. Uh, see you later, Gregoosh. Thank yeah, you for I, the memories. Yeah, I, I am sad to see Gregoosh go. We had fun. It was a good three years with him. I remember signing him. I, I remember signing him like it was yesterday and just being like, oh, cow- oh, oh crap, like this team is for real. Yeah, he was our first. I, I not our first, right? But I, I guess maybe he was like the first international that they they picked up. I mean, I mean, the team always. I'm confused by that. The team's always had internationals, but like I don't know. Like, I guess probably a good one, right? Like, who else did we have that like the first year that he was signed? Who was also on like a national team? Oh, you mean okay? Sorry, I I think I miss miss. Yeah, I mean, Rasmus playing on an international Rasmus Schuler that he would have beat him. Rasmus Schuler still on the Finnish national team. He kind of looks like you, Justin. Rasmus Schuler, a little bit, a little bit. Our Nordic blood. Yeah, must be. Still finding games until the lion gets you, right at the end. Terrible. A lot of players uh, we had options for, and a lot of them are going to go. Will Trap is not going to go. We picked up his option. He was making about seven hundred fifty thousand. 
We picked him up. Will Trapp will be back next year. Brent Coleman, we declined his option. The door is still open, it sounds like. I I thought the door was closed. Do one of you know something? Yeah, apparently uh apparently the door is still open for him, according to the to the report that I read. Okay. Uh they they are seeing if they can find a way for him to play with us, but yeah, I mean they didn't pick up his option to begin with, so I don't know what that is about. He was the one I was most surprised about just because he has gotten playing time and he is cheap and he is he's competent, he's, he's cheap. cheap. It, it's true, right? Like it, it's yeah. true. Like at the end of the day, it's like are you going to find someone that's better than him for that price? Unlikely. Unlikely. But a lot of guys going, Addy He's gone. Ritalia, Yuka Ratula, gone. Noah Billingsley, gone. Uh, Noah Billingsley, we drafted him only last year. So just two years in our system, Noah Billingsley. Like, like two appearances, I think? Yeah, yeah. On loan a lot. Juan Agudelo, he's gone. Adrian Zendeja, he's gone. He, he was the one where when we saw that he was up for our option when we saw that the team was evaluating whether or not to extend his contract. I remember being like, well, I have no idea because he's never, we've never seen him. (laughs) No. So I'm not, I'm not surprised that he's gone. Um, Ramon Metinier, we picked up his option. DJ Taylor, we did pick up his option. Callum Montgomery, Justin McMaster and Nabi Kimanguchi picked up their options. So we did pick up some, especially our young guys, plus Ramon Metinair. But a lot of long-time backup role players on their way out. Well, uh, Noah Billingsley played, uh, according to the stats, he played six minutes last year and is not even registered on our roster for, uh, for this year. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, in, in the previous year, I remember him coming back as we were kind of getting ready for the playoffs, and I remember him even getting on the field, but yeah, not not this yeah. year. Nope, he played a grand total of six minutes for us in one sub-appearance, so yeah. And, and, and yet, Dane St. Clair, so I, w- I was actually surprised by this, so the other big roster news would be Dane St. Clair, even though he was our backup goalkeeper all year and we kind of have a case of two starting goalkeepers, which one do we start this year? The edge went to Tyler Miller, but, but uh, Dane St. Clair, definitely in that mix, his contract extended. So now Dane St. Clair, Chase Gasper and Hassani Dotson all from that. Was it? 2019 draft class yeah 2019 draft class all three of them extended that will be our best draft class for a very long time it's going to be very hard to beat to have three players all make their all make a notable impact on this team all have their contracts extended and then just the final player i would have you all keep an eye on would be Joseph Rosales, who is currently on loan. Currently on loan? Who did we loan him out to? No, no. We we brought him in on loan. Oh, yeah. yeah. We don't we don't own his contract. 
He plays for a club in Honduras. His contract is owned <laughs> not, by someone in Honduras. Yeah. Not not very often that we're, we're not Honduras leagues. It's fine. <laughs> Honduras leagues loan people out to MLS clubs, huh? That's that's kind of nice. He plays for um CAI Dulachorera. Okai Dulachorera. Nice. Club Atletico Independiente. Feel free to harass me about my pronunciation on Twitter. Sounded good to me. Well, hey, guys. Thanks for bearing with us during that. No, I'm kidding. James was good. Justin was good. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for bearing with me during that past hour. You're still here. Thank you. Appreciate it. A lot of things coming up. A lot of exciting things coming up. We have the MLS Cup Final December 11th, that's going to be in Portland. So NYC at Portland. Hopefully our buddy Nate gets his, gets his star, his second star added above his badge. Not a big Timbers guy, but I I like my buddy Nate. So plus we like them more than we like New York city FC, right? We don't want Manchester city winning the MLS. That would suck. Well, so you got to keep it in the Western conference, you know, we're the better conference. That's what we've got to go with. I, I believe, I, yeah, I, I believe we're the better conference. I don't really care, honestly. Half-day trade window, though. December 12th, Charlotte expansion draft. December 14th, free agency, December 15th. So boom, boom, boom. A lot of the contracts expire at the end of December. That is why MLS Cup Final, then boom, boom, boom. All these big key dates as far as MLS rosters go. The MLS draft, January 12th. God, that's quick. That's quick. That's typically when our first, that that's traditionally, that's when our first episode of the next season will be. That's typically yeah, when the, uh... we stop being in off-season form and we start being in preseason form. So, man. And then World Cup qualifiers, January 27th. Uh, I just realized that we, those, but. well, we should talk about it because we didn't talk about oh, the fact yeah. that Allianz Field is hosting the the February second World Cup qualifier against Honduras. So uh, I hope they yeah. bring their coats because it's going to be cold in St. Paul. The uh, what do you guys? Say? You have the snow opener, right? So it's like the the snow the snow qualifier because <laughs> it's going to be frozen, right? Yeah, and I, right, like I, right, we're from here. None of us are afraid of the cold. It's just part of being here. I don't particularly like being at an outdoor sporting event in the middle of the winter. I don't know. Justin, do you? Uh, I mean, well, like right now, right, it's, it's uh, if, if you are not currently in Minnesota, uh, you should know that it is currently four degrees here. Uh, I would not be caught dead standing in the stands right now watching a sporting event. So uh, I don't know. And February is usually pretty crappy weather. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. Four degrees Fahrenheit? It is four degrees Fahrenheit right now. Yes. So for everyone else who's not in the US, that's minus 15 and a half Celsius. That's cold. If everyone else is you... Carmen and sometimes a few of my buddies from the UK. Yeah. 
<laughs> so for everyone else, all like six of us, it's minus 15. Uh, well, yeah, I... And then you forgot the last date. MLS 2022 kicks off Feb 26. We are a mere two and a half months away from season kickoff. Yeah, in in Justin, like here. Okay, so earlier in this episode, we were talking about we got to get Sarah on board for wanting to buy into Minnesota women's soccer. One thing that Sarah is on board for, Justin, are you, are you listening? Sarah wants to go to the away game at Austin. Uh, I hear Austin's pretty cool. Do we know the date yet? It. I think it's one of those early ones. It's. Here, hold on. We'll we'll Google it. We'll Google it. I'm not I'm not good at podcasting and googling, but we have friends in Austin that we could stay with, so that would be cool. Sarah's cousin lives in Austin. Okay, I'm googling this really quick. It probably March the twelfth. I don't. No, I think it's after that. It just keeps talking about the MNUFC2 joins MLS Next Pro. I don't want to hear so about it's that. Philadelphia Union on Feb 26th away. Nashville home on March 5th. New York Red Bulls away on March 13th. And I cannot find any other ones. Uh, that's the only games that have been announced, actually. Sarah. There's only three announced so far. So what thing we don't know. But at some point they'll play in Austin, and if it's if it's yeah. a advantageous time for us to be out of the state of Minnesota, I'm down. Uh, yeah. If it's the if it's the middle of July, uh, no, thank you. Right, I, I would agree with that. Glad we're on the same page. But what I would say is, regardless, okay, re- regardless, I want to go to an away match. I really want to go to an away match this year. That's my goal, or next year. We were so close to going to Portland, Justin. If only Sam had been okay with or been, you know, pulled the trigger a little bit sooner, we would have gone there and watched our team lose. <laughs> but we no, would have okay, had fun nice. doing it. We would have had fun doing it. Uh, I couldn't have gone because I had COVID. So, yeah. So, actually, <laughs> it's good that we didn't go. <laughs> yeah. I found, I found, yeah, wait. My, my, my positive test came back after we had had chatted about it. So uh, I couldn't have gone anyway. So, okay. So not my fault. All right, guys, it's been real. Connect with us on Twitter at pod loons in the off season. Don't know how much you'll be hearing from us. You'll hear, you'll hear from us a little bit as we kind of get ready for the next season. But let's be honest. I, I, I guess I can't speak for them. I, I need a little bit of a break. It's not that I don't love doing this, but I, I need a break. <laughs> I need Sam, to recharge. Sam, we talked season. about we talked about our expansion draft preview, right? I thought we were gonna all gonna pick who we were gonna protect. Come on. Totally kidding. I mean, totally given kidding. how many guys we just <laughs> lost, I don't know how many like Do we even have twelve players I, left? I mean, if they players? really want Thomas Chacon, they can have Thomas Chacon. Like <laughs> They'll be like, well, oh, we got this guy, Thomas Chacon. He's real good. I'd be interested to see how many people we actually have left on the roster. That'll be next that'll be time on Pod on You Loons. 
James counts the roster. Yeah. It's going to be riveting, guys. Yep. Two. One. <laughs> One goalkeeper. Two goalkeepers. Three goalkeepers. But until then, peace out, guys, and pot on you, loons. Pot on you, loons. Pot on you, loons. Peace. Peace.